What's happening? Good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls. Welcome into another edition of our Power Hour here live on Planet Radio 106.7. Not coming to you via satellite from any other state or, or small or big city. Coming to you live from the Chris Logan Media Studios in Church Point. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm local. That's what, uh, that's what we're all about here on the morning show. So thanks for waking up with us. Thanks for listening to the Power Hour. Remember that you can watch the Power Hour. We have a live stream on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. You can watch along there if you like. If not, just keep on doing what you're doing and listening, whether it's listening on the radio, website, app, maybe you're doing the Alexa thing. Uh, Again, very important with Alexa. With Alexa, you always want to say, or, or first you have to enable the skill. You have to say, Alexa, enable the Planet Online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Don't just say, Alexa, play Planet Radio, uh, because you're probably going to get another Planet Radio somewhere. Kanan, what's up, man? Good morning. Ian, Blake. Blake says, good morning. Great Saturday and hopefully another great day today. Talking about the LSU Tigers. I have my LSU t-shirt here. I'll, uh, I'll wear it all week if the Tigers make it to the College World Series Finals, and they play for a championship all week. I'll jump on the bandwagon, and you can call me an LSU fan. So we'll talk a little more about that coming up. Also, coming up this morning, we're going to jump into our question of the day, which is, did you cut the cord, or are you still watching cable or satellite TV? And I'll tell you what kind of brought, I'll tell you what brought on that question What's up, Dave? Good morning. He says, go Tigers. I'll tell you what brought up that question coming up later on as well. Remember the story last week or the week before the woman who knocked on the inside of her coffin at her wake? Remember that? She was like screaming, you know, let me out. I'm I'm not dead. Got an update to that story. An Abbeville man arrested for attempting to hire a hitman. Dude, come on. Tell you what that was about. And then also this story. A woman wearing only a towel. This is a methed up story. She was drinking four loco. She was arrested for allegedly letting kids photograph her naked in a Dollar General parking lot. You can't make that up. Also, the heaviest and largest kidney stone removed. And it's it's a record. And as I was reading that this morning, man, I, cr- I cried a little bit. If you ever had a kidney stone, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That hurts. Probably hurts more than having a baby. Am <gasps> I causing problems already this morning? Oh, no. <laughs> it doesn't hurt more than having a baby, ladies. I'm just saying. But isn't that the thing where they say a guy having a kidney stone is the closest thing to, to feeling a resemblance of pain and a woman having a, a baby? But I tell you how big that was coming up. I, I, they had to have taken it out with the, with the scalpel. There's no way that dude passed it. There's absolutely no way they went in and got that thing. I don't even they get. I had that. Um, oh man, I don't. I don't remember the word. The lip lip to tripsy or something like that. When I had one of mine, it was too big to pass, so they blew it up with some sonic waves, and then I passed it. I, that that this couldn't that couldn't have even helped. Looks like a fig. That's how big the dudes. It, look, it looks like it looked well like a bigger than a fig. Thing was huge. Uh, what else we got? Oh, uh, Squid Game. 
Uh, there's a part two coming out to that on Netflix. Also, this story from Friday. Did you see this? I saw a few videos of this uh, Ohio dad who killed his, his three sons execution style. What about this uh-uh story? A cashier had a friend rob the store so he could go home early. Dude, that's not the way to go about it. And then who ended up getting arrested going to jail? The dude that wanted to go home early or his friend that he got to rob the store? All those details coming up. Got to say thanks to Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. They are the official restaurant of the Chris Logan Morning Show. And you can find them two locations. The new one in Youngsville on Shaman Metairie. Great spot, too. And the original location on Ducey Road in Lafayette. Got a text from Jeff this morning saying that phase one of construction and remodeling of the Lafayette location starts this week. So let me go officially to the text. And he says, construction phase one starts this morning at 7 a.m. He says, we'll be closed this week and planning on reopening next Monday. Now, that is only the Lafayette location because they're updating it. So give them about a week. Phase one will be done. They'll be back open again. But if you're feeding for Mendez's, just go to Youngsville, the second location on Shaman Metairie. And also thanks to Motor City, celebrating 20 years. 1111 North University, Lafayette, MotorCityLA.com. Some great vehicles on the lot. Bayou Garage if you need some work done. Dave says, those, con- those contractions are legit passing a stone. Great comment. So, by the way, again, we're streaming on our uh, Planet Radio page this morning if you want to watch. Also, if you don't have your Planet Radio swag yet, listen to theplanet.com's where you need to go. And our Planet store is open. Got shirts, got hats, got koozies, a few other different things thanks to Graphics Plus. So go and order that there if you like, if you did not get your Planet swag just yet. So this morning, I wanted to talk about the Righteous Gemstones because I was excited that the Righteous Gemstones finally came back. COVID screwed up season three of the Righteous Gemstones. And I'm not going to go into much about, you know, what the first two episodes were about last night. I guess I don't want to mess up anyone. You know, if you're going to watch it today or you're going to watch it tonight, I don't want to let out any spoilers. But I thought the first two episodes were pretty good. If you're into like you know the Danny McBride type comedy, Jody Hill, uh, you know you like Edie Patterson, Adam Devine, John Goodman. It's it's this spoof on the Six Flags Over Jesus type pastors and and churches, and it's it's a it's a comedy. It's also a very dark comedy. So if you like dark comedy, it, it's it's all you. Uh, also, Cassidy Freeman's in it. She plays Amber, which is uh, Danny McBride, Jesse Gemstone's wife. But this new season, it's about the the kids, Jesse, Judy, and Kelvin taking over the church, and and they're not doing a great job. And I guess they're gonna have they're gonna have to come together and and bring the church back. And do a just as good of, of a job as her dad, Eli Gemstone, did. So that's every Sunday at 9, a new episode drops on HBO. And I had to, I had to purchase HBO Max. I had, to, I had to get the app. Because a few weeks back, I cut the cord. I was paying way too much for cable. I had the, uh, the cable internet bundle. 
but still play, paying way, way too much. By the way, it's 808, 81 degrees sunny. You're listening to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Because I was, I was paying a lot for cable, internet, but I still had Amazon Prime, still had Netflix, still have the Disney, Hulu, what, ESPN package, still have that. What else did my daughter want to get? She wanted to get, she wanted to get Paramount Plus, which I had early on because I wanted to watch Beavis and Butthead again and then ended up having to get HBO Max. And when I got HBO Max yesterday to get ready for the Righteous Gemstones last night, they had some great stuff on HBO Max. Eastbound and Down, uh, The Sopranos you can stream there. Now, I, I purchased The Sopranos via Amazon Prime. Amazon. Amazon Prime. And I watch that every night. That's what puts me to sleep. Tony Soprano and them. And so, uh, but I have it now on HBO Max, and they had some really, really good movies. I was surprised. And I'm thinking, dude, what took you so long to cut the cord? And I, and I think sports was holding me to, to the cutting of the cord. But, but I think I'll be okay there. So that was our question today. Are you still on the cable box or the satellite box, or did you cut the cord? <laughs> and, we, and we got some pretty, some pretty decent comments this morning. Matt says, I cut the cord four years ago. Got tired of paying for channels I never watched. Uh, Steven says, Direct TV stream since it launched in 2016 has every cable channel better picture quality than any cable or TV satellite service up to 1080p. That's pretty good. Jenny says, snipped about a year ago. Uh, Joshua says, we've been cord cutter since 2006. Dang. Joshua's early on it, dude. Uh, Eric, too. Eric says, cut about seven years ago. Uh, another Eric says, cut about five years ago. Charlize, cut the cord. I have my antennas, Roku, and Fire Stick. Uh, oh, uh, I'm not going to call her out, but she, she, got that, uh, she got that good, good Roku and Fire Stick. Just like we used to do back in the day with those direct TV cards. You know, you go to that, that uh, neighborhood hacker, and he'll burn your card. You can get all the channels. And then what? Then direct TV would zap it, and you have to go back to the neighborhood hacker and let him burn it again. Remember all that? Uh, Ryan says, severed my cord with a cable company. Tara says, we cut the cord back in, in 2017. Cut the cord in streaming. Tiffany, Jude, cut the cord. Blake, cord's been cut. Judy says, Antana, cut the cord. Phil, uh, he got this little deal, eighty or 8,000 channels for 40 bucks a month. Uh, years ago, Byron... As a picture, I guess he still he still has the box. Looks like by this uh, by this gif that he put on there. And after I after I did it, I wondered, man, what 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 take what's take what took me so long to do it? Like I feel free. I'm, I'm still paying a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I feel I feel free. Let's see a couple of our um, comments on our planet page. That was on my personal page. Uh, Jay says, stayed up till 3 a.m. watching Above Majestic on Tubi TV. My cord has been cut since the 90s. Mike says, cut the cord years ago. Uh, Blake, so we had satellite and our remote batteries died. Realized that after a month, we didn't watch TV, so we canceled it. Ian says, cut the cord years ago. Brent has a, a gif of a pair of scissors. So it seems like a lot of you cut the cord. But I also think that Networks and TV, I think they saw that coming. 
Because what? Like like Steven said, uh, DirecTV offers this online deal where you can do online channels. Yeah, I believe Spectrum kind of does the same thing. You can use their app. Um, I mean, we got all the all the streaming platforms, which you know, with all the major networks offering their own programming and their own apps, you, you know they saw the cutting of the cord coming. And it really doesn't seem like if you go to, to cut the cord, you know, like I'll call Spectrum. I'm not saying they didn't seem to care. They're just like, okay, cool. You know, we got this, 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 and this. You know, you can put our app on your TV. Oh, okay, cool. So they're all kind of moving that way. But if you still got the box, man, you're still rocking it old school, that's cool. This wasn't about, it wasn't about knocking anything. Like I recently cut the cord, okay? I recently did it. I tested the waters. Now I, I, I jumped in. Feet first, dude. You can do it too, especially if you have good internet. And also think that, you know, having good internet also, I think, plays a big part in whether you're going to cut the cord or not. Because if not, you don't have good internet, you can't stream well, then you might not cut the cord as early as, as you maybe want to because you don't have a good enough internet service, an internet service provider to handle all the streaming stuff. And you can still go and answer those questions. That is on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. Uh, did you have a good Father's Day yesterday? What you got? The new pack of draws, man. You got some new socks. Got a nice card. I, I got some more T-shirts. I got one on today. This one's it's a uh, black tee. Got the Trans Am logo on the front, and it says Bandit 1977. See it? You can kind of see it with my microphones. Got a shirt like that. Uh, I got a Satriali's T-shirt from the Sopranos. What else? I got like four of them. I got one that says, uh, good morning, San Diego, from Ron Burgundy. And there was another one that I got my wife and my, and my daughter gave me. I don't remember the fourth one. Am I having a President Biden moment here Well, I can't, that I can't remember what's going on? What was the fourth one? I, I don't remember it at all, but I got, I got four new T-shirts. Didn't get any draws. I didn't, I didn't need any, though. I'm, I'm good for another probably five or six years on the draws that I have right now. Uh, a couple of belated Father's Day dad jokes. These are considered, by, by some, the best dad jokes of all time. The graveyard looks crowded. People must be dying to get in. <laughs> when you asked him, can you put my shoes on? And he said, no, I don't think they'll fit me. I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. When he's reversing in the car, dad says, ah, this takes me back. Dude, that's a good one. <laughs> Only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. When your mom says, how do I look? He says, with your eyes. Boy, these are some good ones. When you ask if you got a haircut, and he says, no, I got them all cut. Want to joke about pizza? Never mind, it's too cheesy. I'm scared of elevators, so I'm taking steps to avoid them. And what did one wall say to the other wall? Meet you at the corner. Dude. That's some good ones, but, but none of those were our, um, in our, our dad joke contest. Again, congratulations to, uh, oh, I thought I still had it pulled up. Do I still have it pulled up? Madeline Crater, she was our winner. 
Uh, she had the dad joke about the Incredible Hulk. No, I don't have it pulled up. I was going to play it again, but I don't. But thanks to everybody for getting us your dad joke. Our dad joke contest ended on Friday. We had some good ones. It was very tough for the Planet crew to, to decide on a winner. It was a winner-take-all. It was no participation trophies. Winner-take-all in our dad joke contest. But thank you for getting all those dad jokes to us. Uh, also, LSU Tigers, they won their opening College World Series game against Tennessee. Six to three. Paul Skeens was dealing on the mound. I didn't see it. I just, I just heard about it. Uh, this story here says Paul Skeens fired 7.2 scoreless innings with 12 strikeouts. And right fielder Braden, is, is it Jobert? I don't, I don't watch LSU. I'm sorry. Collected three hits and two RBIs to lift the Tigers to a 6-3 victory over Tennessee. Overall, LSU now 49-15. and and Tennessee, 43-21. and 21. Tigers played tonight. Blake was excited about that. He, he, he popped in. Joe Bear. Okay, thank you. Maybe they, um, I knew Blake was going to correct me. J-O-B-E-R-T. Around here, they have a U in there. That's why, that's why I didn't know how to pronounce old boy's name. But uh, Tigers face Wake Forest tonight, 6 o'clock. And that game will be on ESPN or the LSU Sports Radio Network. And I got my LSU t-shirt that Blake gave me. I said if the Tigers make it to the finals, I'll wear it all week. And I'll, I'll make good on that bet. Last week, we talked about the lady who, who knocked on her the top of her coffin while she was closed up during her wake. Now there's an update to that story. Check this out. A 76-year-old woman who had been declared dead and surprised her relatives by knocking on her coffin during her wake earlier this month has now died again. She spent seven days in intensive care. Her family announced her death on Saturday. Gilberto Barbera Montoya, the woman's son, told the Associated Press that doctors at the state hospital where she was rushed after the incident said that she died on Friday evening. Ecuador, and that's where she was from, Ecuador. The health ministry there confirmed in a statement that Bella Montoya died from a uh, ischemic stroke after spending a week in intensive care. Also, Ms. Montoya remained under permanent surveillance, but they did not provide any further information on the medical investigation surrounding the case. I guess they don't embalm people in Ecuador. They just throw them in the, uh, in the box and, and put them out. Uh, let's see, Barbara Montoya said they hadn't yet received any report from the authorities on the medical explanation of what happened and warned that things, quote, are not going to stay like this. He added that a sister of the deceased woman had formerly complained about the incident, seeking to identify the doctor who declared her dead to begin with. It was back on June 9th when Miss Montoya reportedly woke up and started knocking on the top of her coffin after spending five hours in there. Crazy, huh? The remains of Miss Montoya, who is a retired nurse, are back at the same funeral home where she woke up. Her son told the AP that she will be buried at a public cemetery. Crazy. Couldn't imagine that happened, dude, sitting there at the funeral home. Boom, 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 boom. 
I'm in here. Let me out. No, you're not. You're dead. No, I'm not. Let me out of here. And what about this story? This is another local story I saw. This was from KLFY.com. An Abbeville man arrested for attempting to hire a hitman to kill former tenants. Dude. What? Gary Marcombe, age 75. What? He was arrested on Thursday by Abbeville police in charge with solicitation of murder. According to this from KLFY, the Louisiana Secretary of State's website lists Marcombe as the owner of Fair Property Solutions, LLC. Dude's not that fair if he's trying to call a hitman and get some tenants smoked. Abbeville Police Chief Mike Hardy says, quote, he made friends with this guy and fed him and got him to do work around his rent house. He came up and asked if he would kill somebody for him. Reports say Marcombe hired the man to kill two of his former tenants. The potential hitman was arrested weeks ago after a police pursuit by the Iberia Parish Sheriff's Office and confessed to what Marcombe had asked them to do. Marcombe is being held in the, in the Vermilion Parish Jail on a $200,000 bond. It's not worth it, man. Crime doesn't pay. I, I want to know what those tenants did that that he tried to get them to uh to, to have to have them murdered. Unbelievable. And you think that happens in other places? Nope. I was right down the road in Abbeville, man. Still coming up on the power hour. We got a that's methed up story. Some lady was hanging out, drinking a four loco. She had a towel on and she was letting kids photograph her naked in the Dollar General parking lot. Also, the largest and heaviest kidney stone removed from a Sri Lankan man. We'll get to that. Looking at it hurts. What else we got this morning? Oh, uh, Wyndham Clark. Talk a little, a little bit about him. Uh, Squid Game 2. Got another dumb criminal story. A cashier had a friend rob the store so he could go home early. And then this story here, I saw a few videos on TikTok on, what was it, Friday? And it was this father in Ohio killed his three kids execution style. Did you see any of that? That is all coming up in a matter of minutes here. Inside the Power Hour, brought to you by Motor City. And also Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill, the official restaurant of the Chris Logan Morning Show. Be back in minutes. Planet Radio 106.7. Ah, that was the sound of a Celsius can opening. It wasn't the sound of a beer can. Even though that would be cool right now. I'm not getting paid by Celsius, but... Um, if Celsius would like to pay me, we'll put like we'll put the can right here with everything else. Can you see it? Uh, the light kind of screws it up. But didn't have my coffee this morning. Woke up a little bit late. I stayed up later than I wanted to last night, though, watching the Righteous Gemstones. Stayed up a little too late. At least now that I have HBO Max, I can watch it when I want. Kane is this uh, direct TV. I got a turtle box, bro. My people weren't playing. What's a turtle box, dude? Ash says, I said no pets. 
no pets. Um, John says, I had a Celsius before. It's not too pretty bad. It, it's not bad. Uh, no sugar, no preservatives. Sparkling orange is the one I'm drinking this morning. Essential energy, it says. How much time we got left? I don't want to screw anything else up. Minute and a half. Uh, essential energy accelerates metabolism, burns fat. No sugar. Uh, it's all right. 70 essential vitamins. How does it work? Let's see. And, and I'm not getting this for its benefits. I just, I saw it, saw a few people drinking it one, one, uh, and I wanted to try it. Provides Meta Plus formula, including green tea, yada, yada, turns on thermogens, a process that boosts your body's metabolic rate. Uh, so does it help you lose a little weight? Uh, you got that screaming chicken on? Yeah. She's talking about my shirt, dude. That's the Trans Am logo, man. Look, Bandit. Bandit 1977. Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> All right, 40 seconds and we're coming back. Blake, if you don't mind, Blake, if you're still watching, kind of drop me what's... uh. Like what's happening for the Tigers? How like when do they have to play? I know tonight, but what's what's the um the path to the College World Series championship game, if you don't mind? Or any other LSU fan, you want to drop that in the comments. That's cool too. So welcome back to the Power Hour. It is Chris Logan. We got this going on, the Power Hour, until 9 a.m. We do it each and every day as part of the Chris Logan Morning Show. Morning Show officially starts at 6. We wrap it up at 10, but the Power Hour is where we go in on what's trending, what are some of the daily headlines, and maybe some trending videos for the day. We uh, get it all here, cram it all into one hour, like this story. This is a that's methed up story, M-E-T-H-E-D, very methed up. And this is from a, uh, it looks like a law and crime website. It's from lawandcrime.com. It says a Dan Abrams production. Why does that name sound so familiar? Was that the dude that was on, Eric, what's up, man? Was that the dude that was on ABC for a while? I, I think so. But here's the headline. Quote, I was too lazy to put on clothes. Woman wearing only towel. And drinking four loco arrested for allegedly letting kids photograph her naked in the Dollar General parking lot. Just, just come back today, Jesus. We got, we got, we, we got, we got time anymore. <laughs> this is a story. A scantily, uh, scantily clad 36-year-old woman in Florida. So this is a Florida woman story. She was arrested this week after police say she went to a local Dollar General store wearing nothing but a towel wrapped loosely around her body and a can of Four loco in her hand as she let a pair of juveniles take pictures and videos of her completely undressed. 
Where did this go down at the Dollar General? In the side, the back, the front, inside the store. Nothing surprises me uh, today. So let's see. Giselle Robinson was taken into custody on Monday and charged with two counts of lewd uh, and another big word, exhibition, which is a second-degree felony. That's according to court documents reviewed by the Law and Crime show. Oh, so the Law and Crime, this is their website, but it must be an actual show with Dan Abrams. According to the probable cause affidavit, an officer with the mascot police department responded to a call on Monday at about 9.30 p.m. regarding a woman who had allegedly exposed herself to two juveniles outside of the Dollar General in the 400 block of East Myers Boulevard. The caller was an employee of the store who had allegedly spoken with the two juveniles about the woman. An officer found the woman, quote, wearing a towel wrapped around her body while holding a can of Four Locos alcoholic beverage. The affidavit states the woman, later identified as Miss Robinson, allegedly told the officer that, quote, walking around in public with only a towel is normal to her. The officer noted that Robinson appeared visibly intoxicated as she said she chose her attire because she was too lazy to put any clothing on. Just decided to wrap the towel around her. Maybe she was uh, fresh out the shower. I, I doubt it. I doubt she was fresh out the shower. You know, I hate to, I hate to judge this woman, but I, I doubt it. According to the alleged incident, the juvenile forwarded the footage to the employee. The officer called the juvenile's phone and his guardian answered and agreed to return to the store and speak to the officer. The officer uh, doesn't, this doesn't make much sense. The officer wrote he then met, okay, uh, met with both juveniles who told him they saw Robinson leaving the nearby Circle K walking over to them and asked them for a lighter. When they asked why she wasn't wearing any clothing, she allegedly repeated, I was too lazy to put clothes on. At least her story stayed the same. She had a, a, consist, a consistent story. The affidavit also states the juvenile then began to record the incident on his cell phone which displayed the defendant exposing both her breast and genital area by dropping her towel to both juveniles. Video surveillance footage of the encounter allegedly showed that as Robinson walked between the Circle K and the Dollar General, that was probably her area, right? That was her working area. She repeatedly failed to cover her naked body. Per the affidavit, she was, quote, unable to keep her towel, towel on, resulting in her displaying her you-know-whats in public then walking out of the store towards the Dollar General where the incident occurred. The Dollar General store then donated a white T-shirt and basket. <laughs> the Dollar General store then donated a white T-shirt and basketball shorts to Miss Robinson so she wouldn't have to be processed wearing only the towel. I don't know if I'd have been that nice. Robinson was booked into the Lake County Jail where she is currently being held in a $4,000 bond, according to jail records. That's messed up. That's very messed up. And it looks like it, it didn't seem, according to this story, 
You know, like like the juveniles were looking for it. it. It looks like the lady was looking for it as she sashayed from the Circle K to the Dollar General with no clothes on. And then so the little dudes recorded it on their phone. But it had to have been caught on camera, right? Dollar General got cameras outside. Joseph says, I wonder if she knows that guy that uh, liked to walk around nude in his house and didn't want to buy any curtains. Maybe she does, dude. But again, but again, that's the difference in that story a little bit, right? That's, that dude was in his house, his house, that he probably pays for every month. And she was naked, sashaying from the Circle K to the Dollar General store. Same or different? I, I think it's a little bit different. I, I don't think it's the same. But you're right, Joseph. Maybe, maybe they know each other. And maybe she just, maybe she likes being free. And that's just not the time or the place to do it. Not at the Circle K, not at the, at, not, not at the Dollar General. It's not, it's not the place to do it. 833, it is 82 degrees, sunshine, and going to be hot again today. Listening to Planet Radio 106.7. My name is Chris Logan. This is the Power Hour. Reading this story this morning hurt me. I had tears kind of running down my eyes a little bit. The world's heaviest and largest kidney stone removed from a Sri Lankan man. It's, the doctors are, are holding it. And I guess they, they had to go in and take this thing out. You, you couldn't pass it. I mean, at all. I mean, there's there's no way. I mean, the, the doctor's holding it in his hand. It looks like it, it's pear-shaped, but it looks like a big onion. Like, that's, that's the size it is. And the doctor has it in both of his hands. Kind of shaped like a fig as well. But this is the story on that. A colossal kidney stone. Removed from 62-year-old retired soldier, soldier, Canistus uh, Cooney, maybe that's how you say his name, has broken two world records. This kidney stone, measuring 13.37 centimeters, which is 5.26 inches in length, and 10.55 centimeters. Uh, 4.15 inches in width is the world's largest kidney stone ever recorded. The stone was, in fact, larger than Mr. Cooney's actual kidney, which has a bipolar length of 11.8 centimeters or 4.6 inches. The previous record has not been surpassed since 2004. I didn't realize there was a, there was a record with kidney stones. When a 13-centimeter, 5.11-inch kidney stone was surgically removed from an Indian man named Vilas Uji. That might be how you pronounce his name. Also, this kidney stone is the world's heaviest kidney stone. About 1.76 pounds. That is roughly the same weight as five baseballs, to put it into context. The previous record was 1.36 pounds by a dude in Pakistan in 2008. 
Wow, they even show the uh, x-ray here in the story. Ah, that had to hurt. Or was it so big that maybe it didn't hurt at all? But his kidneys probably w was not functioning very well, right? Says that the record-breaking kidney stone was in his right kidney, and it was identified by the uro urological team at the Army Hospital in Colombo, Sri Lanka. Huge. He underwent a procedure called a, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, whereby the stone was surgically removed through an incision made in the pelvis of his kidney. Oh, says, fortunately, despite the blockage, his kidney was still functioning normally. His liver, gallbladder, pancreas, and spleen were described as a doctor as normal in size, although his prostate was enlarged. And the guy is now reportedly recovering well. No way, dude. Seth says, what kind of Baja Blast Mountain Dew they got in Sri Lanka? I don't know what they got. Dude, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, some of those places, that's where you see a lot of those big-ass kidney stones. And I feel for them because I, I had two, and, and they, are, they are no fun. They are no fun at all. If you haven't, like, I wouldn't wish a kidney stone on my worst enemy. That's, that, that's how bad they are. The first one that I had, I had to have it blasted by the, I think it's Liptotrispy or something like that. I don't know. It was a big word. I don't like saying big words. Even if I knew how to say it, I wouldn't want to say it because I don't, I don't like sounding smart all the time. Look at Chris Logan. He's smart, man. He can pronounce big words. See, I don't, I don't like coming off like that. I just like being a regular dude. A dude that can't read, you know, can't pronounce words. Just, I mean, I can spell loose-lose. I know when to use that. You're, you're. I know that kind of stuff. But I, I don't like sounding smart. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the cool thing to do. But, man, so that, that procedure, whatever it was called, that's where they send these uh, sonic waves, and then they bust up the kidney stone, and then you pass it. So I, I was passing little pieces of kidney stones, and it was pretty big because like, I could actually see all the pieces once I passed it. Now, the second time I had it, I, I, I'm assuming that I passed it, I mean, I didn't see much, um, but hurts, man. That's some of the worst pain ever. And that, according to some ladies and some doctors and in the medical world, is the closest pain that a man could have to a woman passing a baby. I don't know, man. I never passed a baby. They say that's some of the, the closest pain that you would feel. Ever had a kidney stone? You know exactly what I'm talking about. If you ever had a baby, I'm sure I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But I hope I never have those again, man. But twice, two times, they got me. Uh, also saw this. If you're into sports, one of the big sports headlines today: Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open. Don't worry, I don't know who Wyndham Clark is either. Let's see. Uh, this story here says, in the city of stars, Wyndham Clark had his own script in mind for the U.S. Open. In front of him, Rory McIlroy. I know who that is, one of the golf's, one of golf's biggest talents. We look ready to end his perfect. Per See, got to come with these big words, dude. It makes it difficult for me to read. One of golf's biggest talents who looked ready to end his perplexing nine-year drought in the majors. Next to him in the final group Sunday was also Ricky Fowler. 
a Southern California native who had returned from a three-year slump and poised to finally win his first major. But Clark carried a message from his late mother that said, play big. That's what she always told him. And he believed that he could compete with anyone on any stage. See, mindset. Got to change that mindset, dude. Mama told him to play big. He kept that with him. And dude, play big. He played big. There, I mean, not many other bigger stages in the U.S. Open. And then that's where Clark did his thing. And he held off uh, McElroy, and he be became a major champion. Clark says, quote, I feel like I belong on this stage. Even two, three years ago when people didn't know who I was, I still don't know who you are. But now I do. I, he says, I felt like I could play and compete against the best players in the world. Mindset. But Wyndham Clark wins the U.S. Open. What else we got this morning? Oh, I saw this. Yeah, I, I never got into the Squid Game or Squid. Yeah, Squid Game is not plural. It's just Squid Game on Netflix. I tried watching the first couple episodes of that, and I know it went, it went viral at the time. Was that a, a COVID? Was that a COVID series? Or was that a little bit after COVID? I see. I consider Tiger King. That was a COVID series. That was a series a lot of people watched. While the government told us to stay home. Uh, that was on Netflix, right? Tiger King. But I think Squid Game came out a little bit after that. But I saw this was one of the trending headlines today. Netflix Squid Game reveals cast members for season two. And Squid Game, according to this, the HollywoodReporter.com, is Netflix's most watched series ever. And what they're describing as a South Korean deathmatch drama. So they announced their cast over the weekend. Boy, and I'm not going to try to pronounce their names. But it looks like they're some famous Korean actors. I wanted to see, let's see. I, when, it, when it was coming out, season two of Squid Game is not expected to premiere until sometime in 2024. Says like the globally beloved first season, the next batch of episodes will be written and directed by series creator Wang Maybe it's like Wang Dong Yuk. He won an Emmy for his he won an Emmy's he won an Emmy for his work on the show last year. And Squid Game debuted on Netflix September 17, 2021. So that wasn't really a, a COVID series. Came out just a little bit later. But no official date on Squid Game Season 2. But it, it's supposed to uh, drop what it said. Next year? Yeah, sometime 2024. I'm also waiting on... I was waiting on the Righteous Gemstones. And then also... I was waiting on the new Cobra Kai as well. Which I think that's going to be the final season of Cobra Kai whenever that comes out. Uh, this story here, man, I saw a few videos of this. It was some body cam footage from officers who arrested this guy or was trying to arrest this guy. Just very, very strange. 
This story is from the AP, but they had it all over the place over the weekend. Father admits to fatally shooting three young sons at his Ohio home. And he admitted to planning the killings and lined them up before executing them with a rifle. So he did it execution style. Chad Dorman, age 32, who is also accused of wounding the boy's mother at the family's home, has been charged with aggravated murder. Clermont County's chief prosecutor of Miss Oh my God, why can't I talk today? Of Municipal Court, David Gast, said that Dorman's arraignment Friday that one of the boys tried to flee in a nearby field, but Dorman, quote, hunted his son down and brought him back to their home before killing him. Got some evil going on, huh? Dorman's bail has been set at $20 million. Court records did not indicate whether he was represented by a lawyer at his arraignment. He is currently being held in the Clearmont County Jail. The chief prosecutor called the killings the worst crime scene that, that he'd, he'd ever seen. Or sorry, the worst crime that he's ever seen. How could, how, how, I mean, how could you do something like that? Deputies responded to the home in Monroe Township shortly before 4.30 p.m. Thursday after receiving a pair of 911 calls, one apparently from the mother, who was screaming that her babies had been shot, and another from a passing motorist who said a girl was running down the street saying her father was killing people. That's according to a news release from the Clearmont County Sheriff's Office. And the boys, deputies found their, uh, their three boys, ages three, four, and seven found them outside the home with gunshot wounds. They tried to save their lives, but the children died at the scene. Prosecutor also said they held these children knowing there was nothing they could do. The boys' names have not been released. Prosecutor went on to say this was the man that every day they woke up looking to for protection, love, and guidance. He was their world, he was their guardian, and he executed them in cold blood. Three, four, and seven. Man. What about this? The love pinch. Want to make your marriage last? Well, check this out. It's the happiest couples have at least five little love flashes. Okay, they're calling these love flashes like a pinch on the butt a compliment in front of his friends, leaving a note on a foggy bathroom mirror, is there is there another one? Happy. This story reads weird too. I hate when stories read weird. Anyway, so you want to make your marriage last? Pinch your old lady on the butt, compliment her in front of your friends, and then leave a note. On a foggy bathroom mirror, that'll do it. I mean, the pinch, you might you might get a slap back. Just be aware of that. Compliment in front of your friends when you get in the vehicle. Might be like, why, why, why'd you say that in front of John and them? 
Well, baby, because I, I mean, because I love you. I love you. Like, what, what would be that note on the foggy bathroom mirror? Uh, like, maybe I love you, or maybe like it's on. See you later, something like that. Some good, uh, <laughs> some good kind of message on the on the foggy bathroom mirror. Uh, also, this another uh-uh story. A cashier had a friend rob the store so he could go home early. A guy named Isaiah, Isaiah, maybe Jones is not Isaiah. He got a he got some I's and some A's in there and some S's. Uh, but I, Isaiah, I believe Jones used to work at a gas station in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Used to because he was fired for this. Back on Monday, June 5th, he texted a friend named Aliyah Locke and asked her to rob the place so he could go home early. He didn't want to do it himself. He told her, uh, or didn't want her to do it. He told her to find someone. So she did. She. This was like, I mean, this was like a, a, a criminal scheme all to get off early. Dude, just, just call your boss and say you don't feel good. Something. Don't set up this, this scheme to have the store robbed. So then, Aliyah recruited another friend named Stephen Jones. He showed up with a note that said, quote, give me all your money or I will shoot you. Maybe not go that extreme if you're trying to get off of work early. So the guy left with a bunch of cash, but police tracked him down and arrested him three days later. Then he ratted the other two out. They arrested Aliyah the next day and found the text messages on her phone. Then they arrested Isaiah, Isaiah last week, and all three are now facing charges. All to get off early. Dude, I don't feel like working today. What should I do? Hmm. Should I just call in and say I don't feel well and maybe have somebody come in and take my place? <gasps> no, I got it. Let me text a friend of mine so we can set up a robbery, a robbery where I'll, I'll get someone to come in and says, I got a gun, give me all your money. I'll give them the money, then we'll split it later on down the line. That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> See, uh-uh, that is definitely an uh-uh story. Could also be looking at their mugshots right now. Could kind of be a that's messed up story too. They they may not have known that they they could have went about it a whole nother way. You could go about things a whole nother way. That wasn't the right way to go about it. Oh, and speaking of love, man, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, my friend Benny and his now wife Nicole. A DJ DJ their wedding on Saturday. And I told Nicole, now look, I DJ a lot of wedding receptions, like a, like a ton. Like I'm talking 50, 60 a year. Okay, I don't know. Maybe if you're a DJ, you might DJ more than that. But I, I DJ a pretty good bit. And so I see a lot of wedding dresses, a lot of tuxedos, a lot of uh, decorations. You know, I, I go to a lot of different wedding venues, see a lot of different catering companies, all that stuff. And man, Nicole had the coolest dress that I really have seen in a, in a very long time. And I told her that when I was leaving on Saturday, I was like, look, I DJ a lot of weddings. 
I see a lot of wedding dresses, but you got one of the coolest ones that I've seen in a while. And I'm like, no BS. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just saying that. But it was cool. It was like this. I, I, and I don't know the right words. It was just like this big poofy dress. It was, it was low cut and it was, it was poofy. Like it was, it was kind of very princessy, if that makes any sense. And there was like glitter all over it. I'm telling you, man, one of the coolest wedding dresses that I've seen in a while. But congratulations to, uh, to Ben and Nicole again. Uh, I also this, I saw this this morning. I mentioned it earlier, you know, later on this afternoon, if you're looking for that second, third cup of coffee, don't do it. it says just stick your head in the freezer. It's a tip from a recent book called the sleep prescription. It was written by a neuroscientist at the university of California, San Francisco. And it says that sticking your head in a freezer offers a more immediate boost of energy and will not mess with your bedtime. Here's why it works. Scientific reason, quote, brief shock of cold activates your arousal system. You can get the same effect. Also, this story says, by going for a quick walk, focusing on a non-work-related task for 10 minutes, and deep freezing your head, that's just the quickest option. So I'm not sure how you, know, you want to uh, go down and go about it this afternoon. Maybe it's an energy drink for you. I don't know. But sticking your head in the freezer, according to this scientist, we got to trust the science. It works. Uh, See, I asked Blake during the commercial break to get me the rundown and the path to LSU's championship game and their, their championship run this year. So he says, LSU wins two in a row. Then they have to be beaten twice to not make it into the finals. If they win three in a row, they're in the finals. Okay, thank you. So we should know by, is it by the end of the week? The schedule, he also sent me a link, which I, I can't click on at this moment, but, but I'm going to check it out. But the Tigers play Wake Forest tonight, 6 o'clock, and you can watch that game on ESPN, or probably any of their streaming platforms. If you cut the cord like I did, that is our question today. Did you cut the cord or are you still rocking the cable box? So coming to the end of the Power Hour for today. Oh, and also something new, too, coming up on Wednesday night. Uh, teamed up with Ash from Cajun Nerd Media. And I, we had us this little podcast for a while. And now we're turning that into a late-night radio show. Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. It's uh, our first-ever episode, if you want to check it out. It's not really an old-school variety show. Uh, we call it the Planet Cajun Nerd Radio Show or Planet Cajun Nerd Radio. We might have another name for it, which you would think we, we, would, we would, have, would have had a name before we started the show, but we didn't. Uh, you know, we, we got some cool stuff. Got some uh, interviews, kind of like AI-generated interviews, uh, kind of some cool stuff. So check it out this Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. So coming to the end of the Power Hour today. One hour left inside the show. More music coming up next hour, though. Let's see. We'll get to Days of the New, Gin Blossoms. We'll do some Soundgarden. We got to remember this one from the Donnas. Got Jet. We got Orgy. We got Fat Boy Slim and a whole lot more. So one hour left inside the morning show. So you stay close. We'll be right back. Planet Radio 106.7.